Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> everybody out there, Kaylin Patterson of the O'Kellen clan. O'Kellen, O'Kellen. And there's a rye. The other corrupt. Other eye. <laughs> Anywho, this program is sponsored by Peace for Peace Muscle, the number one drug free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. And if you are a drug free athlete and looking for a solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive your goes, like what does arrive? Like a Mack truck through. You know, as many times as we do this in an Australian accent, you think I would have it down, but I don't yet. So, crying, throw a shimp on the bobby, <laughs> like a mass truck <laughs> through ice cream. On the boob. Oh, is that what that was? I thought that was James Bond and a, and a Bond girl. <laughs> hey, it could be. It could be. That, that's how, that's how I like it. Was. That's how I like it. <laughs> Okay, okay, double O, double O seven point two. Double Negro. <laughs> <laughs> Finish this out. Finish this out. P four P dot com. And now let's shit chatter with the banter. What's up, Desiree? You know, just a lot of uh, spring weather coming our way. It's a little dreary, but I'm just hopeful that we're going to start to see tulips and all of that great kind of stuff coming up. Um, you know what else is going on, Kaylin Patterson? Do you know what else? I will. Do I know what I know? <laughs> there is a P for P alter ego contest going on. Did you know that? Oh, I did not. That's, not, that's right, folks. That's right. So there is P4P Alter Eagle Contest. To participate, all you need to do is follow P4P Muscle on Instagram or Facebook and make a post about the taste of Alter Eagle pre-workout and tag them. And then based on all the people who post, they will hold a drawing and they will pick one lucky winner to receive the prize pack which is a P4P shaker cup, P4P t-shirt, and samples. Now, two kickers here. You have to use the hashtag P4P alter ego, hashtag P4P alter ego, and you have to have your post slash testimony submitted by midnight on the 19th. Oh, wow. I don't know. I well, now you're now you're left in. <laughs> now you're right well, in, there, right in on the and contest. There you have. And there See, you and have. you know, I would love, I would love to participate in sharing my testimonial of the new uh, P for P Alter Ego flavor. Um, but it's been a while since I've had it. You know, I could still do it. You know, you can do yes. actually. Yeah, I can. I can because I've got the uh, the the black raspberry. I can do that. I was thinking of their new. They have a new BCA fruit punch flavor. That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking of, and that's one of the things that's still on back order, and I still haven't received it yet. But I'm hopeful it's going to come soon. So there you go. There you have it. I'm thinking I couldn't comment on that because I haven't tried it yet. But I have tried the latest flavors of Alter Ego. Don't forget the watermelon pop rock. That is like a party in your mouth. You're not expecting it. It really is. It is. It really, really, really is. Anyway, so that's all I've got. What do you got tonight, KP? And who do we have tonight, KP? We we have a great guest. And uh, if he ever gets down to my gym, I let him try those watermelon pop rocks. Um, This guy, I, I, I always got this testimonial for them because he did something that I had yet to see up until that point. This is some years back when uh, there was a lot of pressure to compete in the enhanced communities because pretty much they were the only show in town. And I just remember when the guy had come in backstage promoting Count Me Out, you've gone out of the building because uh, this is a natural show. And, you know, I had yet to hear somebody speak up with that kind of pride about being a natural athlete at that point. And it, it really got my attention. And I said, you know, this this guy – 
he, he's bound and determined. And, and usually people that are that set in stone can be driven to do things correctly in a manner that can be successful in the eyes of the audience as well as the competitors that are backstage with him. And, you know, lo and behold, all these years later, he's still uh, doing his life the way he wants to do it, but in a way that people can basically join in and follow along. And I, I'm talking about Larry Montgomery, and that was just, that was big for me because, you know, so many people had almost like a, a silent fear or basically not wanting to speak against the enhanced community. And, and Larry has always been outspoken about his natural status and his, his his way of living a natural lifestyle and promoting that natural lifestyle to friends, family, and whoever would listen, but never basically ripping anyone apart to do so. He was proud of who he was, who he is, and how he got there. So, uh, Larry, I, I know it's been some time since you've been on the show, but you've got a lot going on this year, and I definitely want to talk to you about some of the things we have going on with the shows this year. But also, you know, I hear what you have to think about the uh, the new edition of the Iron Man magazine from the PNBA, IMBA, because I know that's pretty big, especially with you winning like you have. It would be good to see you on a cover of one of those magazines for sure. So, Larry, introduce yourself, and uh, let's get this show going. Before I say anything, man, you must be a mind reader. That's what I've been on since I've heard about uh, Danny Kakos and uh, IMBA, PMBA, uh, uh, buying uh, Iron Man magazine. My mind has been on that cover. <laughs> so <laughs> this is Larry Montgomery, natural athlete, lifetime natural bodybuilder, professional bodybuilder. And I'm just, you know, like you say, promoting natural, the natural lifestyle and and showing people that you can achieve without ever having to take a step over that line. I know for some people it's, it's very tempting, but the hard way is going to always be the right way. And, um, like, man, the last year and a half, well, ever since I heard him talking about it and, and him finalizing the Iron Man magazine, because I told one of my guys, like, some years back when I when I first started doing this, I want to get the cover of a magazine. And mm-hmm. um, I was actually in Iron Man magazine before. Uh, I had, like, a little – Article. If you had like a magnifying glass, you might, you know, knew it was me. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, got got the magazine. I want that cover. So it's like I've been. I took off last year because I, you know, I've been, you know, competing. I did some guest posing last year, but I, I, I didn't compete. But I have been very, very active. Uh, I've been doing two days like most of the year. You know, my 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 strategy is I'm just gonna do it until I fall out. <laughs> and I fell out a couple times. So <laughs> that's my rest day. <laughs> but uh, I've been trying to make, you know, like some significant improvements. And my uh, goal is to be the bodybuilder of the year. You know, I, I, I haven't been really saying it, you know, but I guess as I get on the podcast, I might as well put it out there in the atmosphere. That Might-a-way. is my goal. I have uh, four shows planned. I have uh, two prep shows, and then two pro shows toward the end of the year. And I'm just trying to make those, you know, significant improvements to, you know, get bodybuilder of the year. Because I I've, I was sitting at the table at the Mr. Olympia contest uh year before last. And, you know, mm-hmm. I had a uh, – did, did my little uh, event. I, I came in third, which I was very, very happy with. That was my first time, you know, going to Vegas and, you know, doing all that type of – major competitive type thing. And I'm sitting at the table at the uh, little banquet and they announced the uh, bodybuilder of the year. And it was actually one of my close, one of my good friends, Brandon Lario actually won it. And I was like, wow, I'm sitting at the table with the bodybuilder of the year. And, you know, uh, that's my guy, but I had beat him twice that year. <laughs> I had beat him twice. <laughs> I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> So, you know, that that just kind of lit a fire under me. You know, this guy's the bodybuilder of the year, but I'm undefeated against him. So that means I at least have a chance, not to take anything from him, because he has been doing a lot of stuff. He's yes. been traveling and, he, you know, been, you know, doing well in competitions. But in the competitions that he meet me at, I win. So I'm like, if I can beat the bodybuilder of the year, you know, you got to to beat a man, you got to beat the man. All right. I've already beat the man. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> so at least, you know, it, the next step is to be the man. So it's like I've just been really focusing. It's, it's like when you have a, a goal to pinpoint, it focuses your training, it focuses your eating, you're more consistent. And, and not just trying to be something lofty as bodybuilder of the year or winning bodybuilding contests or even doing anything like that. Anything that you try to, you know, achieve and reach for, if you set some type of goal and even with some type of time limit, that gets you in the mindset of, you know, making setting checkpoints and, you know, achieving your little goals to get to your big goals. You know, a lot, a lot of people, the reason they fail at things, they just say, I want to do this. And then they try to do it, and then they don't make it. You know, it's like you have to have a set goal, have checkpoints, make those checkpoints your short-term goal. And if you get used to making your short-term short-term goal, you will have a really good chance of making that long-term goal. So my long-term goal for the end of the year is, you know, to win these contests. And you know, me and Danny Keiko is gonna, you know, have a little side chat. And be like, hey man, <laughs> if not me, then who? <laughs> so, so one of our listeners, Bill, he wants to know how do you become bodybuilder of the year? So, what are the criteria? So, other than obviously you have to do well in other contests, you have to qualify for the Olympia. But what are the other quali- or criteria that you have to meet in order to become the Olympia bodybuilder of the year? Well, I don't think it's any set criteria. It's a lot of athletes, and we don't really have any. Um, commitments to do shows at all. You know, it's like if you get into a lot, as far as I know, it's like if you get into like a decent amount of shows and you do well, then it's, it depends on who pretty much did the best out of the amount of shows that they, they've been in, you know, because like when they were announcing it, Brandon didn't even know, he, we, we didn't even know who were who was, you know, nominated, no. you know, and then we when they called his name, we were both surprised. Cause, and, and it was so funny. For me, done that year, and, they, you know, it was kind of up in the air, like bodybuilder of the year. I was like, Brandon, you got a shot at that. And I just kind of flipping said it. And then they announced his name, and everybody at the table looked at me like, did you know something? I was like, no. Nah. You know, so it's not really a set criteria. But it's like if you, if you go throughout the year and you shine, then – the the you know the eyes will be on you, and if you shine yeah. better than the other people, then you know why not you know. All right, very cool, Kalen. Anything to add to that? Well, it, and Larry definitely hit the nail on the head. I mean, Brandon, God bless him, he was a trooper that year, and I mean he he competed in a lot of shows, and yeah, he was like, he he had done well, but he had done well over the year. Like, he wasn't, you know, coming uh, top five. He was winning a lot. I mean, an awful lot. And he, he I think he might have just outpointed, might have outpointed Larry uh, just from the, the, the amount of shows he was competing in. So, yeah, I'm sure that he had a, a tough group that he had, was uh, listed with. And uh, it, it was really – something to see because it seemed like, and I, I'm sure Larry can uh, expound on this, it, it seemed like every week it seemed like Brandon had had a uh, an overall trophy in his hand uh, from some other show, and he was going, you know, he put in a lot of miles. I think his freaking flyer miles definitely went over, and he probably sent paid trips because he, he, was, he was crisscrossing this nation pretty well, and I think he was even kind of playing going overseas and doing some shows because he was just – Oh, yeah, he he's just, overseas, he's overseas. Yeah, USAT. He was doing a lot, you know. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually proud of him. Me and that guy's like we're like brothers. It's like we met uh, maybe uh, two, three years ago at uh, the Miss Illinois contest. And you know, we just, we just kind of clicked. And it's like I, I've been seeing him throughout the years at different shows. And it's like you know, we always when we see each other, we get to sitting together and just talking and reminiscing. Yeah, that's like one of my brothers in the sport, you know. And, yeah. and this is the type of sport where you meet people and you and you, you build, you know, relationships with them. It's like I've met people in Australia from that live in Australia that I'm you know, that I kinda click with, you know, and, and I would always have those people as like, you know, kinda go to people throughout my life just from, you know, having experience of meeting people. So this this is it's it's a nice hobby to get you well rounded 
you know, meeting people. You know, I'm kind of a, a, a introvert. I don't really go out. I don't party like that. I'm, you know, 10, 12 years, you know, something yeah. crazy. Yeah. I think longer. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I think longer. Yeah, you know, the time flies, you know, when, you, when you're keeping yourself young. <laughs> right. It, it's so funny. It's like I'll be 50 years old this year. And I was just right. at the gym uh, yesterday. And, you know, I was coming out the shower. We were in the locker room. And I was talking to one of my guys, you know, just talking about how, you know, about to make 50 and this and that. And, like, a guy just came from out of nowhere. He was like, did you just say you were 50? I was like, yeah. He's like, wow, you look good. I was like, oh, well. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm, I'm good. But it, it's like I always look at myself and, and see, you know how it is. You look at yourself, you see where you can improve. Somebody else yeah. look at you and, and see some other stuff. I'm like, I don't know if it's that I'm improving or these mirrors like me. <laughs> you know how you have a special mirror that you look great in. I got a couple go-to mirrors. <laughs> you know, so I gotta get I gotta get on stage to make sure it's not the mirror. <laughs> there you have. It. Hey, quick question from Jake here. He's saying Brandon Lirio is he from your guys' neck of the woods? I think he's from Kansas City. I yeah. think he's from. He's not. He's not from Illinois. He's from. Is he from Kansas? He, he, Cincinnati, he was, Kansas. Think, one of those. There you go. Because he he went he backtracked. So he 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 bumped state and then he went over the Kansas and then he went back. I think he went back out east again. Yeah, he's he's, he's well an international. It says, uh, <laughs> he's a it says international he's living man. in Connecticut right now. If that helps, yeah. It's like it's something with a K or C. <laughs> and I always every time I talk to him, I'm like, is it Kansas? Is that you know? It's something with a C or a K. Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah, yep. It's Connecticut. It's Connecticut. All right now. So Larry, you keep talking about these um strategic improvements that you want to make. Can you share with us like your areas that you're really targeting or is it just like an overall physique thing that you're just tweaking here and there and polishing? <laughs> See, if I say what was really on my mind, I would sound really arrogant. So what I would say is <laughs> Uh, well, my thing is, I always want to improve over my last good showing. That's that's pretty much it. It's like, because um, I I actually surprise myself when I when I come to the show because you never really know exactly what you look like until you do that contest dieting. It's like some um athletes they they experiment like a month out and they shred down and do all that to see how they look. I just try to peek it out for the contest. So it's like with all the um, the improvements that I make over the year, I really it's like a blooming flower. I really don't know what it is until it you know, until it's the day, you know. So it's like I I just um stay on my numbers, stay consistent. I have a, I actually have a system that I created. Over time, you um you pick up your weights and you pick up your your intensity, and it's it's actually uh by number. So it's like as long as I stay consistent with my program. I'm going to automatically diet down, carb down, water down to see exactly what it looks like. But it's like, like I said, I got some go-to mirrors that I look pretty good in. <laughs> so, so it's like I just wanted to get my biceps a little bit bigger. It's like, and, and I always had decent biceps, but I want my biceps to, when I hit a front double bicep, I want to be, I want to win that pose. It's like I, I actually, I don't work out like a normal person that goes to the gym works out. I work out to do exercises to win poses. So it's like I'm doing certain movements, certain ways. Because to me, I want to be as efficient with my energy in the gym as possible. It's like I can just go in there and, man, I'm working chest today. I'm working shoulders today. I'm going in there because I know I want to look a certain way in a certain pose. So I do a certain exercise at a certain intensity level to get that, to achieve that goal. So that's that's what I'm doing in the gym. And it's like I know to some people that's looking at me, like, what is he doing? I'm like, I'm over here minding my business. 
<laughs> you know, because you, you you can see people in the mirror, but people know what I. But but the thing is, I I I uh, work out in a hoodie and a in a and a sweatsuit. Yes, he does. I but people know that. how I look in the locker room. You say what? I said I can vouch for that. I can vouch yeah, for that. Yeah, you, you see it in the hoodie. You know, it's like I could sit up and impress people at the gym, but that's not really the goal. And and I've found because when I first got into it and I made like a, a lifestyle change and a body change and all that, and I, I did the tank tops and all that, and it was you know interesting you know seeing people come and want to start conversations and all this. But what I found is that makes your workout really long <laughs> because yes. people yeah. will come in and stop you in the middle of a rep to ask you a question. So I found that. If I just, you know, hoodie up and, you know, keep myself, you know, un- under wraps, and you know, it's 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 cool to meet people, but but I'm really focused this year on on these goals, and they're very lofty goals, and I will actually be surprised if I reach my goal, but just reaching for that goal, I'm gonna improve myself immensely. I've made a lot of improvements, and I can't wait to show, get on get on stage and show people how different I look. You know, just from really focusing on that lofty goal, because I'm like, if you focus on a lofty goal, then that means you have to do not double, but at least time and a half what you've been doing. You know, so it's like I, I just been doing that. I've been sacrificing and not going out and eating clean the whole time, and I haven't been, you know, going to the off season diet. I've been pretty much on season diet the whole time. I I, I've actually been hitting my peak weight. You know, it, I, I've never worked out like this. And I've been doing this for years and years and years, but this is the first, like, year and a half that I've actually been working out like I've been working out. And hopefully when I get to the stage, it will be noticeable. And it's Amen. like the, coming, up, coming up next month will be the first one. That That's going to be, you know, the, the, the coming out party. And I'm still going to be hitting it the whole year all the way to the uh, – Olympia in Vegas, and I'm hopefully I'm going to be making improvements all all throughout the year, the same way I've been making them throughout last year. So it, it should. I, I I got a shot. <laughs> I'm motivated. I got a shot. Hey, hey Larry, I got one. Uh, this one because you just uh, this is a great segue for what you just said, and this is from Linda, and she's saying uh, you had four shows you want to do this year. How do you plan to maintain your physique? during that time, or are you just doing back-to-back shows? Obviously, you're not doing back-to-back, but you do have to maintain that look and that style. Um, is there a certain regimen you're using, or is this something that you're basically implementing for the first time? Well, actually, I've been doing this same thing for the last year and a half. Like I said, I'm not doing the off-season dieting. I've just been doing on-season dieting the whole time. And just been keeping myself between like five and eight pounds from show weight. You know, you okay. you know, it's like you can you can lose five pounds in a couple of days. You know, that's just water cut. You know, so I've actually been for like like the last year and a half been keeping myself show ready. It's like it been times like months and months ago, and I'm like, man, I can get on stage in two days. I can get on stage today. You know, so it's like yeah. I figured out a way to not be so depleted and not feel like, you know, man, I can't wait for this to be yeah. over. I just I just I did it. a lot of sacrifice and a lot of changing up, you know, and just and I just been keeping a real healthy diet the whole time and I just got used to having a healthy diet to where I'm not really craving bad things. So it's like after the show, I, I I'm not gonna sit up and oh man, now it's time to go celebrate. I'm going, you know, after the show, I'm going to go to work, and then I'm going to do what I've been doing because I've been show ready, like, for months now, you know. So it's like it's it's my it's actually my lifestyle, so I don't really have to change anything. It's like the, I'm going to do the Chi-Town Showdown again, and that's, like, in early May. So it's like I got one mid-April, then early May, and it's I'm not going to miss a beat. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, you know, and it, and it's like, I don't feel the need to celebrate because I'm so focused on this goal. I feel that me getting that goal is going to be better than any cheat meal that I could possibly ever have. 
So I'm just going to – I'm not going to give myself any excuses. That's, that's one thing. You know, it's like I'm going to go for it 100%, and if I don't make it, I'm going to be proud of the journey, you know. And that's, I mean, and that's awesome, and it's, it is a great mentality to have. And, I mean, and that is a pretty strict regimen that you've been holding for over a year, so that's definitely taking a lot of dedication and focus. And it reminds me of uh, pro bikini competitor Misty Weatherford from the standpoint is that's pretty much how she maintains her nutrition, her workout regimen year-round as well. She's, all, she's pretty much always stage ready. And I mean, and that's a tough thing to do. That's a really tough thing to do. So hats off to you for, you know, just having your vision and and striving after it in that manner. Um, I want to take us back to what you were sharing about your posing and that when you're in the gym, you're working out um, because you already have an idea in your head of what poses you want to hit. And I just want to circle back around to that because Kaylin and I talk all the time about how important posing is. Even if your physique is, you know, maybe not better than the guy standing next to you, if you can show it off better than the guy standing next to you, you still have good odds of beating that person. And your strategy is definitely one that I've not really heard anyone talk about before, but I can definitely connect with it just because posing is that big a part of the um, competitive game. So obviously your physique is to the point where you can kind of take that level of focus, but how did you determine which poses were your best? Did you spend a lot of time looking at photos or is it just what you see in the mirror? Do you have a posing coach that you still work with? Or, you know, how do you identify that look that you're going after? Because our listeners are probably wondering, too, like, wow, man, how in tune are you with your posing that you could actually just <laughs> create your workout around hitting the look for that pose? Well, actually, posing is you, you learn the mandatories. The mandatories are the most important. If you can do the mandatories real well, then I, I used to dance when I was younger, so it's like I, I have rhythm. So it's like I'm not if you can surprised. do the mandatories real well, then you can do the mandatories to the beat. That's pretty much all it is. But as far as the mandatories, some poses I feel very most poses I feel just very comfortable hitting. It's some a couple poses from a couple angles that I I mean I can hit all of them, of course, but it's like the ones that are like a little bit less comfortable hitting is are the ones that I focus on. And it's like, because posing is getting into that uh, stance, but holding it and squeezing it. So when you're holding it and squeezing it, it's, you're flexing your muscles. So it's, it's, you can feel where your arm is pulling and you're trying to uh, flex that muscle. So you go in the gym and you kind of mimic that feeling with an exercise. And like I said, I have a, I have a, a system that increases intensity over time. So it's like you start off just, you know, doing the exercise that you have that same feeling with, and over time you increase the intensity, and then you just get used to doing that movement so you're more comfortable with it. It's, it's like um, it's a young guy in the gym that uh, he's thinking about doing his first competition, and he his his mind is focused on a lot of things that people, that first, you know, are nervous, and I, I want to get my dieting down and my macros and micro, all that stuff. I was like, He's doing physique, and I'm like, physique is really interposing, and they, they're getting looked at when they're not even center stage on the sideline. They still have to hold their pose, you know. So I was like, what you need to do is focus on getting your poses right because 80% of my competitions that I've done good or won, I've beaten somebody that I know looks better than me. But it's like, if you don't focus on your posing, with however much you lift in the gym or however good you look, it only really counts in a bodybuilding contest why you're in front of the judges and how you display it to the judges. If you have great muscle, but when you get into the pose, you don't look that great, I'm going to beat you because <laughs> I, I work on poses. Poses, that's the sport, you know. Oh, yeah. this is the sport. You, you try to bring your best package to the stage, 
But to display your best package, you have to, you know, work on those poses and get those poses to the point where you're not thinking about hitting them. It's reflex. That's how that's how much you work on it. It's it's, it's you're just doing it. It's not you. You don't even have to think about it. You're just doing it, and and you're making sure that I'm I'm just working on making sure that I smile because I've I've worked the the body to the point where it's so comfortable that I'm not even worried about feet position and hitting flexing the right side. You know I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried yeah. about keeping my smile. <laughs> you know that that it's not hard, but it's like you forget about it because. I'm so intense. It's yeah. not like I can't smile. I'm just so intense, and I, once I once I'm on stage, man, I, you know, you just got to kind of turn into a different person. I'm in straight competition mode. I'm looking at everybody else and looking at the atmosphere, and I, my mind is just concentrating on you know other things. I'm like smile, <laughs> smile, you know. So once yeah. I get that smile down, I think I'm I'm, I'm locked in at a hundred percent. Well, now. I, I gotta, I gotta throw two of my boys, and, and you know which ones I'm about to talk about. Uh, I, I gotta throw them out there because they. I remember we were at the Shy Town Showdown. Uh, Calvin Lee uh, Senior and, and Kenny Wayne, and you told them both, <laughs> and, and they took it a little rough when you said it. But you said, I, "I'm gonna beat y'all," and then you broke down how you was gonna beat them, and they was both a little hurt by it. But you were just speaking honestly and openly. Because Kenny did need to bring his legs up, and Calvin was too worried about you to actually focus on the posing. And you told him that. And that, that kind of blew me away that you told him before y'all got out there on stage, and everybody thought you were trying to talk him out, but you were trying to talk him up. I think they had missed that. I know Calvin understands better now that uh, he's been out there a little bit more often. But I, I think Kenny took a uh, took, took, took it pretty rough that day because, you know, he's like uh, – he kind of tried to talk me out. I think, no, he told you exactly what you needed to hear. I wish his coach had told him sooner so he could have done something about it. Uh, when 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 you have that kind of, type of competition where you see they're sincere in what they're trying to do, because we've all done the walk, we've all done the diet, and I know you hate to see somebody on stage not looking their best because, like you said, it makes the pictures look bad for all of us. And that's true. You know, when you got the <laughs> pictures – I'm glad you say that stuff because some people really need to hear that stuff, you know. And and for you to tell them before they get out there where they can do something, it, at least the smallest thing, to basically bring their game up when they get out there, that's a plus for the next show if not for the one they're in. So, you know, what, what gets you into that mindset and what made you competitive enough to make them more competitive? Well, see, the thing is one of my – one of my philosophies on life is do unto others as you want as you want them to do unto you. I would want somebody to tell me things about me that I can't see. It's like I, I've been I've been basically preaching that for years and years and years. It's always something about True. you that you can't see. You know, so it's like you, you, like like if you got a stain on your pants or you know anything, you don't want people to just look at you and. <clears throat> You know, while you walk past, you want somebody to stop you, even if it's kind of, you know, embarrassing. Man, dude, zip your pants up or, you know, wipe that off your butt. You know, you just want yeah, it. Yeah. So I know that I will want it. So it's like when I see somebody doing something that's easily corrected, and, and every time I say something to somebody, it's something that's easily corrected because I'm not going to sit up and tell somebody, oh, well, dude, uh, hmm, you ain't got no abs. You ain't going to have them tonight. You know, <laughs> That that ain't easily corrected, but if I like like when I told Calvin um at the shot and and he was looking good, I was like you know he was competitive, but I'm like dude, you ain't got a shot doing like that. I'm like yeah, it it, it seemed like you should have he should have known that he was standing up too straight. He wasn't blowing his leg out uh, like like rounding his uh um hamstring out to make his leg look big because because he's a slender person. I mean he's slender and 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 defined. But he don't need yeah. to make himself look more slender. He needs to, you know, give the illusion of looking a little bit thicker. So it's like I showed him like one little tweak, and he was like, "Wow!" And he's been doing it ever since, you know. And I'm like, I would want somebody to do that to me. Do that for me, man. It's it's like even if me giving him a tip gives him a little bit of a of a a boost to to try to come at me. I'm like, you know, well, hey, I would want somebody to do it for me, you know, and and we and like I say, in this little community, we we all we we all we got, you know what I'm saying? We we, we yeah. got to kind of fight for each other. It's it's 
it's not just a competition. It's a lifestyle. You know, it's a way of life. So you want your lifestyle surroundings to be, you know, pretty friendly. You know, I'm not I, – I compete, but it's like I'm not mean mugging people. I'm I'm enjoying the experience. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. I'm fortunate to be able to, you know, work out and get out here on a bodybuilding stage. Man, it's, it's I've been doing this for years and years and years. It's still kind of – you know, overwhelming to me that this is something that I'm doing. Before I was 36, I was out of shape. You know what I'm saying? I never thought I would get in shape, let alone doing pro bodybuilding for a hobby. This is this is still crazy to me. So it's like it's all about giving back. You know, I felt that I've got a lot from the sport. I got a lot of self-esteem. I got a you know a lot of you know new people in in my environment. You know, so it's like you you give back when you can. You know, it's it's not that serious. You know, it's it's like it's not a million dollar you know thing going on here. It's basically a hobby. So it's like, hey, we we working together. You know. Amen to that. Amen to that. So this one's from Jerry Larry, and uh, he wants to know if you're going for all at the Natural Olympia, are you going to go for it all, or are you just going to go out there to support it? If you're going to go for it, go for it all. I haven't been sacrificing for a year and a half to, you know, go go, go out there and, like, root for people. You know, I'll root for people while I ain't on stage, but I'm going for everything that I can go for. And like I say, it's, it's a long That's shot. Not. You know, it's a long what? shot, but I'm going to shoot it and see if I hit it. You know, you why not? There you go. Uh. Gotcha, gotcha. We have another question here. That's right. Well, and you know, aim your aim is on, so why not? Why not? We're just making sure here. So this next question is from Lincoln J, and he wants to know if you are the Larry Montgomery, the same Larry Montgomery Montgomery that bested the cheater at the Natural Illinois State. I don't know what year that would have been, but if you're that Larry, you probably know. I know what year you're talking about. I know what show. I hate to say it like that. It is is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, and and, and the guy, Parrish, you know, it's like, hey, no need to hide the name. He he did what he did. Yeah. But it's like I I met the guy, and, you know, we we clicked backstage. And like I say, when you meet people, it's a community. So he's, he's a good guy, you know. What he said was he didn't know. You know, it was like the, like the football players. <laughs> well, I didn't know what I was saying. <laughs> you know, but my my thing about it is this. If you got to go through the back tunnels to get something, maybe it ain't nothing you need to bring to a natural bodybuilding stage. It's like if you can't go get it from Walmart over the counter right. without, you know, a parent involved, <laughs> it might be a little bit risque. You know, it's, it's, it's like – you're supposed to be able to go in the gym, focus mentally and physically, and enhance your body naturally, naturally, the best you can. It's not about how sneaky you could be. It's not about how many tricks you know. Because take it from me from experience, you can actually get a look naturally, just work hard. All I, all I ever thought from pro-hormones and testosterone and growth hormone, all I've ever thought about that stuff was it was a way to do less work. So if you reverse that, if you do more work, you will get it. You will be more healthy, and it will last longer, and it won't cost you. So it's like I'm 50, but I look like I'm 30. It's a reason for that because I'm doing it the right way. I was in the gym the other day. And uh, a young guy, he was looking at me and another. Uh, I think he was looking at me and uh, Calvin. It was either me and Calvin or or me and um, I think it was me and Calvin, or me and me and another guy, Derek. Me and Derek Moore. And Derek is uh, I think Derek is forty, and I'll be fifty this year. And this guy's like he's about 30, 32. You know what I'm saying? Derek but but older. he was like, man, you say what? I said Derek look older than you. No, Derek Moore? No, he yeah. he, he look young. 
than if you go to an enhanced uh, show and basically get the floor wiped with you, knowing that you're going to get the floor, or you know, you're going to get wiped on the floor. It it doesn't make sense to me to say, well, since people are being caught cheating, that you shouldn't compete at natural shows. I'm saying it's just the opposite. If people are being caught cheating, that's the best reason to go to a natural show. And I and then I can go back to how we started the show when Larry said, why would I give you anything? when I already know the outcome of what's going on. If you tie my feet together and you tell me to run the race, you give me the option to run the race, but my feet are tied. So, you know, I don't understand that. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people that will argue to the other side because of the attention. But now that we have something like the Iron Man magazine and Larry potentially being on the front cover, and I will get that issue. Because, like, Larry and I go back way back, and he's, He's been an upstanding fellow from way back, so I can speak on his behalf, and it would be an honor to have an autographed copy of that. I would love to get that. I would love to get one from Chris Wells and definitely uh, Rico uh, Phil Ricardo Jr. That's what I'm looking for in the future. Uh, Larry, you got anything to add to that? Well, you brought up two of my uh, my all-time favorites, Chris Wells and, uh, and Phil Ricardo. <laughs> Those guys. You know, it's, it's 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 always good to have somebody that you're reaching for. It it, it keeps you on your toes. You know, it's, it's like those guys uh, are you know just shining examples of what a natural competitor can be. You know, it's like I, I look at those guys. I'm like, man, if if I get to the point where I'm on the same level, you know, and, and some people might think that I am, you know, and, and but mm-hmm. I, I don't really judge myself like that. But it's like, you know, that's. It's, it's it's still room to grow, you know, and it yes. still it still cares to reach for, you know. So, but it, it's, as far as a on the on the drug side of it, I I really don't I really hate, but I really love that they got the the Hall of Shame because it's it's a major deterrent because once you own it, you own it, and it's like. All of the hard work that you did, why would you mess it up to win a trophy? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like that. That it, it's it's like it, it's it's it blows my mind that people will risk because no matter even even if even if they did cheat or take this or take that, you still had to work hard. It ain't like you can take something and just sit in the bed and you know and, and get a look. You still got to work hard. Now you are you are cutting corners but you're still working hard and you're still dedicating your life to it, why even risk messing it up? It's like I do too much to just get put on some wall of shame where it's like, and and you know you got haters waiting on you to, to fall. Yeah, I got just about every show that I've, that I've done recently since I've since I pretty much figured it out and, and got my body to, to a certain point, I always hear people say, that they think that I'm doing something, I'm like, that's a compliment to me. <laughs> yeah. If if you if you know you not my my motto is, you can test me all year round. You can test me on the way to the show. You can test me in between poses. And you can test me after the show. <laughs> it, I ain't got nothing to hide. <laughs> that's how that goes. It's like I've, I've heard people you know complaining about the test. Like, what are you complaining about the test for? <laughs> you know. You got something to hide, you know. So it, it's it's just that I like that it's the, the wall of shame is is in effect, and I think it should be more people in there. I know you know that. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's it's people that 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 you know. Now how how he get past that? <laughs> you know if if you know if if you doing a test like you're supposed to, but you know we 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 still working on it. I really think natural bodybuilding should be nationally known and really, really popular because everybody yes. has access to it. I was a fat ass. I went from fat man to Batman. And, you know, it's like that. Everybody can do that. <laughs> you know, it's like that. that is, everybody can't be an NBA player. Everybody can't do IFBB. Everybody can't be, you know, Venus Williams and all this, Serena. But you can go to the gym and work out and then, you know, push it a little harder. That's pretty much all we do. We go to the gym, we work out, and we push it a little bit harder than the other people at the gym. That's it. 
And, you know, you, you, you get the experience of a lifetime to get out and get on stage and say, hey, I've been a part of a of a real judge competition. That, that makes you feel a certain type of way. You know, it's like, yeah. I'm, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, sound arrogant and this and that, but it's like when I walk in a room, I know I've done a little something that everybody else in the room hasn't done. It's just, and, and nobody can take it away. And that's a good feeling to have, especially that's from somebody true. that was, that's, that's pretty much a natural introvert, you know. So I just think, that you know, so if true. I have, if I have any chance or if I ever get some type of platform to get the word out to everybody that, you know, this is something that's accessible to everybody, something that should be admired. It's, it's, I think this should be admired more than the Arnold Classic, more than IFBB Olympia, because who really wants to do that? You know what I'm saying? It's like you can come in place at the Arnold Classic and can't fit through the door. You know what I'm saying? You can't wipe your butt because you're so big from all that mess you done put, and you're going to die tomorrow. You know, who wants to do that? This is promoting a healthy lifestyle that you can take with you to to your old age, and you and, and it's not going to do anything but make you better. You never have, I never have right. to worry about the drugs catching up to me because I don't take the drugs. It, it, and it's so funny. And, and, you know, I don't want to get long-winded. I know we're trying to, you know, get out. But a guy at my job, he was like, yeah, do uh, you got something coming up? I was like, yeah, I got something, you know, in the month. He's like, I got something for you. I looked at him. I'm, I, first of all, I looked at him like, dude, how you got something for me? <laughs> what you <Right>. got? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, then he came, you know, to my my work area and said, I'm like, what are you talking about? You got something? He's like, yeah, man, I got some, um, I got some fat burners. I'm like, man, I don't need that. I'm, I'm like, man, I just, I try not to eat that much fat. <laughs> you know, there you I go. Don't eat fat. I don't need water. You know, it's like I, I don't, I don't even do the diuretics because it's like, it's like the the natural little diuretics that you can get over the counter. I don't even do that. Mm-hmm. Doing that is just a way of cutting around doing the work in the gym. What I do now and what I've been doing is just getting my butt on the treadmill and doing fat yeah. burning cardio. That works, you know what I'm saying. I, I can't. I I really can't vouch for this pill to do magic. You know, they they, they say, what do you take? I said, I take my ass to the gym every day. There you that go. works. You know. Hey, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, and and when you figure, there's so much that you learn from your body by finding it out correctly, as compared to basically winging it and hoping you get it right off of some pill or some capsule. And, you know, it's just learning your body. Like you said, we just taking another step. It, it, when, I've, I've seen people get so overly dramatic about this, and I'm thinking, man, you know, it, 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 it's hard work. I'm, I'm not going to deny that. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of dedication. It's a lot of discipline. Uh, it's, it's a lot of things that have to go in to getting that right combination of stepping on stage and winning. I'll be the first to admit that. But like you said, you know, it, it, it takes a certain kind of, kind of mindset, but it's not the end of the world if you don't figure it out the first year you start or the second year you get at it or the third year. It's a lifelong thing. And some people can take it too dramatic um, to where it scares people away. And I want – I would love to have everybody – at least getting to the gym and understanding the health benefits that come from that than to be scared away because I'm sitting there complaining about each and every step I had to do to basically get on stage. I don't think, you know, like any sport I've competed in, it, it was it's a choice, it's hard choices, and there's a lot that has to go in it, but it's not the end of the world if I don't win every game. You know what I mean? Of course. I think people um, complicate it a little bit too much. They they're so busy trying to figure out the the slick way to do it that they're yeah. losing the fact of if you just work hard, all that will happen. You know, it's like exactly. I just keep it I just keep it as simple as possible. I know the more work I do, the more benefit I get. That's it. 
<laughs> what else you need from that? It's like I've learned how to do a lot of work without overtraining, and and that's one of my my other um big changes. It's like I never worked out. People say, you know, how much weight and you know how do you do this and how do you do that. I never worked out at my strength limit. Never. No. It's like because I can lift a lot, but who am I trying to impress? And what you what happens usually is when you're working out at your strength limit, you have no room for mistakes. Any little That's twitch, right. now you're going to throw something off. It's like, and common sense tells you when you're doing reps, toward the end of your reps, you're going to get tired, you're going to get fatigued, and you might, you know, go up or come down a little awkwardly. When you're working out mm-hmm. at your strength limit, you can't recover from that. It's like when that's you're right. working out at a million, it's like that's not your strength limit, but if you get just winded and do something a little wrong, your your natural strength can recover. So you never have to worry about getting hurt. You get winded, but you don't get hurt. You know, so yes. it's like I got a lot of lot of people that I, I, I talk to and, you know, at, at, some, at, at some point you got to stop talking to them. But it's like always hurt. And it's like, yes. when you get hurt, what does that do? That takes you backwards because now you can't do what you were doing for maybe up in, up to a month or two. In a month or two of not doing something, your muscles atrophy. Now you got a whole yeah. other job to do. I don't, you know, I'm too, I, I don't have time for that. <laughs> you know, so it's yeah, like I, mean, I work out at a median, and I have a, a a system of moving my median up. And it's like if your median starts off at once and over time your median moves up, you have gained strength and you have gained size and you have gained definition, you know, because you're doing yep. a certain amount of reps. So that program has been working. And like I said, I'm eager to show the world <laughs> how it's been working, you know, because I I actually am focused on not just being on a cover, not just being in a magazine, but I am trying to, you know, get to the point where I can put my name, attach my name to something, you know. And I say, uh-huh. hey, if 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 I do what I'm what I'm trying to do, why would I not be able to do that? You know, it's like a it's exactly. like a couple companies that that I have my eye on that that endorse something that I actually use, but they don't have anybody, you know, they don't have any fan, they don't have any publicity, they don't have any fanfare, they don't have any. Body, you know, representing them, you know, that that as far as advertising and advertising uh-huh. is everything. How, how you got a yes. product that's that's good and that's working to the point where I'm using, I'm not going to use anything or drink or ingest anything that's not working for me. So it must be doing something, about that, or I must have a feeling about it. But it's like, why is it so, you know, underwhelming as far as being advertised? So it's like I'm I'm trying to, you know, be the best that I can be, and then you know pitch myself, you know, put myself out there. And, you know, who, who knows, you know, you might, I might be the next, what's dude from, from Insanity? <laughs> I might be the next oh, Billy yeah. Blanks. <laughs> there you go. I can kiss. <laughs> I can do all that. Well, Larry, you got us, uh, you got us at a point, and I love it, and I know this is time for shout outs, so go ahead and do that, brother. And uh, we'll call this a, we call this show good because you you basically entertain the guests and the listeners. Oh well, I, I I give a shout out to my gym. Uh, I'm I'm hitting body tech on the regular. Uh, I love this gym because I see a lot of different bodybuilders, a lot of different power lifters, and a lot of different pretty girls. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, it, it's motivating in several ways. I'll put it that way. I like to give a shout out right. to. I, Couple, couple of bodybuilders we we mentioned Brandon Larry, that's my guy. Chris Wells, Philip Ricardo, you know, all those guys that that I really appreciate being in the same same sport with them. You know, shout out, shout out to the whole community. Everybody's you know pulling on the same rope. You know, so shout out to everybody. All right, well, Larry, thanks again, man. Always it's good to hear from you. I know I'm gonna get the real deal when you come on. And I'm blessed to know you, brother, on a personal side. So thank you, man, and thanks for everything. Um, thank you, Thank you, Desiree. Yes, thank you. 
All right. right. Well, I guess that's my cue. Yeah, that's your cue. Come on, <laughs> um, yes. take us home. On behalf of uh, Mr. Montgomery, the boy from P4P Muscle, that alter ego competition that's going on, get you some, win that prize pack. And uh, on behalf of Kaylin and myself, your body is a temple, so let's build it.